Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Breakdown Podcast. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. My name is Eric B. This is Beans. Yeah, is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Beans is here. We're here. We're back again. Beans, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful today. I have a lovely, lovely day. Mm, lovely. I love it. Yes. So we're going to get into our next episode today. And because we're kind of, I think this is our first episode back after the new year. That's right. And so you guys have experienced your new years and you guys have made your new year's resolutions and looking forward to 2023. And some of you have already broken those new year's resolutions. That's going to be real. But we're not going to shame nobody. We're we're not doing our best. We are not. We're not. And that's why (laughs) this week's episode is going to be about uh, resolutions. Do you want a resolution? Hey, do you want a resolution? Okay. (laughs) And kind of how to keep those resolutions. This is going to be like a more free form episode. Nothing too heavy. Just kind of talking about that um, topic right there. So getting into our icebreaker question. I just wanted to know (laughs) what are some things that you want to leave in 2022. Like, bye, leave Ooh. that in 2022. I'm on to the next. What do I want to leave in 2022? Mm-hmm. Lord, let mm-hmm. me pull out my scroll. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a list. Um, no. Okay, so things I want to leave. This is so funny to do that because it's something that I really have been really seriously thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I did birthday resolutions this year. Ooh. So I think a lot of my new year resolutions are more of like a continuation of my birthday resolutions. Okay. So... Like one of the main ones I, I did was that I really want to be more consistent with my fitness journey. I feel like I've been yes. doing really good about walking because I walk my dog all the time, but I feel like I could do more for myself. Like I felt like I wasn't really pushing myself. I was doing the very absolute bare minimum and then complaining about my weight. So um, I've been sticking to my new year resolution of going to the gym three days a week um, in addition to walking the dog. And I said you need to cut back on some sugar because I want to keep my teeth and I can't mm. afford to be running back and forth to the dentist. And so stay I with diabetes, girl, because I'm here to want to tell you. Stay with me. And I went through that already when I was pre-diabetic a few years ago and mm-hmm. I made my way back. So I don't want to like get yeah. back in that situation again. So I've been really trying to scale back on sugar. Like that's I'm, I try to like make some alternatives and just trying to make some different better choices in terms of what I'm eating and drinking. Um, some other things I left, so those are like some resolutions, but some things that I like left was of course, like I felt like being kind of lazy, like letting my mental state kind of hinder me from bettering my physical state. Mm. So that's something I want to leave in the past in the last year. I want to leave some anxiety about the, about the unknown in Mm. the last year. Mm. I spent last, a lot of last year, like, what about this? What about this? What about this? And it made last year really hard for me. So I think this year I am, I know this year, I am trying to speak with more intention and I'm trying to be more optimistic. Like, well, girl, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like, you can't worry about something that may or may not happen. And if it does happen, just come up with a solution for it. Part. Um, that's called a radical acceptance okay and my on, dbt therapy. therapy that's called just <laughs> accepting things for what they are yes 
And then a final thing I want to leave in the past is some of my body dysmorphia issues. I feel like I spent a lot of last year um, in a state of stress. Yeah. And I think that kind of came out in ways I thought about and connected with my body. Okay. And so I think that it kind of created a little bit of like issues where I'm like, you know, just around my looks and my body and a little bit of body dysmorphia issues that I really want to leave in next in last year. I think I want to focus this year on connecting more with my body more intentionally and loving my body and really enjoying the space that I'm in um, with my body. So I think that looks like a spiritual, trying to be a lot more spiritual, trying to be a lot more intentional with how I work out and how I eat and trying to spend more time with myself, really just finding some peace and that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, so okay, those are those are some good ones. I like those. Yeah. Leaving so what are some behind. of yours? What are some of yours? You know, I really have to think about this. So some of the things that I want to leave in twenty twenty two are self doubt. Okay. Um I got over that some in twenty twenty two and learned how to just jump and take risks and not worrying about what so you took the biggest risk. I took the biggest risk off <laughs> with my marriage. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah. and leaving my job of 20, yeah, 20 something years. Big. I was I think I honestly you took some big risk I did. Twenty twenty two I took yeah. at least three year, really big years. Definitely the year of Airbnb for sure. Giving it to them in twenty twenty six. But yeah. <laughs> so I just want to continue on that journey because that's something that I can I continually strive to get over. Like, yeah. can I do this? Am I going to be okay? Even in my current job, I'm like, am I doing enough? Do I deserve to be here? Like, Don't am I going to make that it? That imposter syndrome that crept up, honey. But I'm going to work through it. I'm 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 trying to have more <clears throat> self prophecy and more like, yes, I've got this. Yes. So I want to build that, and I want to leave all that doubt in 2022. Um. I also want to leave in 2022 some of my anger. Okay. And I'm going to be real about that because I know in certain relationships, especially even in my marriage, like, I I, I know how I act. And it's something that I work on. Just, like, being set off by little things that I really don't even set off by. And kind of... Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? No, no, no. So, this is... It's, funny right this is how my grandma used to always say that everybody got they a different version of you in their mind i don't see that version of you at all so mm. that's why i'm like really like i know you get like annoyed by things but like i don't think i've i've seen you angry yeah maybe a handful of times right in the years i've known you so it's funny not funny but it's like funny that like Apparently, this is like a big part of your life, but I'm like, really? Because I don't see that side of you. Well, it is. Well, let me clarify. It's it's a, the relationship side. Maybe, and that's so what I'm saying. So I think, like, yeah, you don't you don't see that side. That side yeah, because yeah, I'm like, that's surprising to hear. But or even in those spaces when I do get mad, like even when me and you were roommates used to live together, like I could just go in another room, and if yeah. I had no attitude, it's different. Because like you could just be like, oh, he tripping and close yeah. the door. I'm in a different space as opposed to me being with in the same space. a partner, and I'm like. 
like yeah. you know so i'm tr- but it's i'm also very it's very different i'm just trying to work on that work on myself i think it's a lot of self-work i'm trying to do for 2023 and just i want to continue my progression mm-hmm. i feel like 2022 was a, actually a big year for me it's not a lot of i want to leave in 2022 mm-hmm. because i feel like for me it was a big positive year for me yeah. but i want to continue that journey into 2023 and you. <laughs> you know my growth you know i've hit those you know i'm in the, the 40 plus club now mm. come on new box to check uh, new box to check so <laughs> yeah so that's really all i have i don't really have a lot to leave now as that's far as my true. resolutions um i do want i'm on the same uh journey as you as far as my body and weight i feel like a lot of the things i accomplished in 2022 but related to like relationships, school, work. And so the le- next big issue that I always wanted to tackle and been trying to tackle for years is my health and my body and my weight. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's a journey that I'm on, especially considering like I have been diagnosed with diabetes. And so that's a, something that I've had to radically accept and accept that that's something that I'm going to be dealing with. It did run in my family, so that played a part in it. But I also know that part of that is my fault, you know, for not adhering to the signs of what I put my body through all these years. So <clears throat> just kind of accepting that and working on that journey to become more fit in general, you know, and just that's the last, I think, part of my journey where I feel like once I get that in place, I feel like this yeah, is really, yeah. yeah. And, then I've, and I have more time now because I'm not in school. Yeah. I've switched jobs. Like, I feel like now I can get on that journey of really moving forward. And I've kind of started doing that. I've adjusted my diet, um, doing like a lot less sugar, trying to get my walking in more so um but it has to be attainable and we're going to talk about that in a minute not like these <laughs> not overarching like a crazy radical one because at first i said <laughs> i said i'm gonna go every day and then the lord said <laughs> maybe no <laughs> like, right like <laughs> no you're not gonna go every day and i feel like that was like you said like not necessarily attainable for me because i know myself and it's been let me tell you something it's been an uphill battle for this week Mm. Like last week, I only made it two days, but I was like, okay, this is a new week, and I beat myself up about that. And yeah. then this week, I said, no, like on Monday, it's a holiday, I gotta win. Yeah. I said, it's okay, like, okay, you only went two days last week, make sure you go three days this week. Like, not, like learning to not beat myself up if I don't hit those mm, goals. Yes. So yes. I think that's kind of where I'm at, where it's kind of like where I was saying, like, about intentional thinking. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's a good thing you brought that up. Like, you know, making sure that it's an attainable goal. And I know we'll talk more about that later, but like, I think that that's good that you're taking the time to be like, let me pick something that's realistic. Let me not just go, you know, cold turkey, hard nose, like I tried to do. Cause then if you fail, but then also like you have been a real inspiration to me also. Cause like I see on Instagram, like, child, you push that little box. <laughs> Beans post a little body pic, y'all. <laughs> in her little gym wear, that little, that little uh, stomach was out. I said, bitch, okay. Look, Coming through, getting ready for 2023. I'm I'm in this thing. And I got a cruise coming up also in the summer, so I got so to at least be, be partially yes. ready to like, so yeah, yeah. I think, but attainable is definitely attainable important. Is definitely to go, for sure. mm-hmm. So, those are our Kind of our resolutions and things we want to leave behind, behind in this now. new year. Woo woo. Woo woo. So <laughs> we're gonna take a little break and then we'll be right back with our impact issue for today. All right. All 
right, so um, let's get into some more resolutions that we have Back right here. Oh, at it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Okay, yeah, I got you. There it is. Touche, bitch. Touche. <laughs> so we're gonna get into some resolutions that are. Um, I have these here that are presented by Ebony. Ebony. The Ebony magazine, <laughs> who said these are resolutions that black folks. Um, oh, no, just say black folks. <laughs> that black folks should be doing for the new year, you know, along with your wanting to lose weight and all your other shit. So pay attention. So pay attention. So here's one right here. I want you. To, I want to know what you think about this beans. Uh-huh. They said stop saying <laughs> by any means necessary if you don't mean it. Mm, how do you feel? I feel like I said before, it's giving hard, it's giving death row records. It's giving, <laughs> it's giving, don't talk about it, be about it. No, I think it's good though. I think it's really, um, I think it's like I said, that intentional thinking, intentional statement. I think it's, it's, you gotta be careful what you put out there. If you're saying by any means necessary, and if you're saying that to other people, they gonna hold you to that. So don't say it if you don't mean it, right? Like, don't say, like, call me for anything, anything. Mm. And it's like, mm. call you for something, you got an attitude, like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's real. I think that you gonna say, by any means necessary, you need to be willing to do anything, absolutely anything, no matter how crazy or stupid it has you looking um, to get it done. And so then be careful saying things like that because I feel like that's a slippery slope for sure. So I yeah. agree. I agree. I think it's a great one. I think that's a good um, resolution to have. Awesome. I, I agree. I think you should, I mean, live up to what you say, you know, um, yeah, be a, do be what you say and say words. what you mean, I think is what they say. Like, yeah. you need to be about that. I mean, that's the basis of um, respect and truth and just honoring. I think it's, you can say it from the small things you do, just to just dealing with your everyday life and person to person. And when it relates to how you relate to the bigger things and your yeah, your belief in your philosophy and your politics. I, I can't stand nobody more than somebody that flip-flops on on your philosophical beliefs. And I mean, there's one thing to evolve yeah. in your thinking because that's always appropriate, right? You may change and learn and think, yeah, hey, what I thought before. New, like, let me change my yeah, it may, yeah. may change. But it's another thing to you say one thing one day and that don't match with what you said last week yeah. and now we're all like hold on wait a minute like everybody's confused everybody's confused so it's, it's, be about it basically be about it i agree with that one mm-hmm. another one they have here is make teaching our story your top priority so um just like voting and making sure um, <laughs> our history is important right so making sure that you're teaching um about our black culture and you're learning about our black culture and moving that story forward i think that that's important because especially in today's society when they're trying to tear down things like critical race and like teaching the realistically basic basic american history basic american (laughs) history like (laughs) we need answers not trying to cover that shit up and act like shit didn't happen or or whitewash it like you know we need to know this everybody should know this right and i think we're getting back to the times where if they're not putting the history books we got to go back to how it was before when we were passing down our stories um word of mouth you know from person to person to make sure that those stories get told and kept alive you know what i mean 
And I feel like now we really don't have no excuse for that because we have so many um, different media um, at our disposal. Mm. So we can do it through art, we can do it through podcasts, we can do it through literature, we can do it through film, we can do it through like, you know, music. So we have so many different tools at our disposal to make sure that our stories are being told. And I think that we have to be careful about the whole, like, we're past that, we're past that. Because, mm, yes, I you know agree. they always say if you don't know your past, you're doing to repeat it. And I think that we see evidence of that going on right now in this country um, every day, because there are a lot of things that bear really striking and really scary similarities to to the way a lot of very restrictive and like racist um, legislation and like concepts were introduced back in the day, mm-hmm. and we see in that it's happening again, yeah. right? We've seen a lot of a rise of a lot of like fascist ideas uh, that we haven't had to, to live with in our lifetime. We didn't have to do that. You know, somebody had already went through that for us. Right. We didn't have to be the person to bear the brunt of those like horrible, horrible policies. Um, and I think because people don't respect their history and take the time to really learn it and it's being intentionally not taught I think that's why we're seeing that type of thing come back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably one of the most important ones that they put on that list, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Like we are seeing a time when they're just trying to erase and try. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing democracy be literally ignored, right, and disrespected, <laughs> and and we're kind of just breezing past it. Like, oh, okay, it'll. We're trying to shame people into doing things the right way. And that isn't working. (laughs) And like you always say, like, (laughs) it's coming for you next. Like, I think a lot of times people want to, like, ignore it if it doesn't affect them. Because a lot of times when we talk about this shit in Black culture, it's like, oh, here they go talking about blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, what do you think if we start ignoring that, then do we start ignoring women's rights? Do we start ignoring like basic human because rights? It goes very quickly. And yeah. the next thing you know, you're in a situation and you're saying, oh my God, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Well, this is how, because you ignored these warning signs mm-hmm. because you didn't know they were warning signs. But had you paid attention to your history, you would have you seen like the flashing red lights are in your face, but you are choosing to like, oh, we're past that. I don't need to keep living that. I don't need to keep seeing that you do no, so you that do, you don't yeah. repeat it mm-hmm. so um i think that's very real we definitely need to be very very aware of our history and we need to be more um in control of it and put it out there i'm very excited hulu's coming out with um the 1619 project oh, um, yeah, documentary uh january 20th or so so I'm interested to see what that's going to look very like. Very good book. Very, very good book to read. I got it for Christmas a year or two, like two years ago. Mm. Um, and I very much enjoyed it. It was a very good book. But I'm also a history nerd, so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, your, that's your thing. So <laughs> I was like, this is great. And I know people were like, bored as hell. But it does have some very um, interesting and like, like new information that explains so much about our country. It connects directly to present day. America is like kind of scary a little bit. And what kills me about that is like you have the book and you have read it and a lot of people have issues with this stuff. I've never even opened these books. No, I've never even, cracked the book open. No. So they have all these issues about what is in it and what is teaching and what, but you don't really know what's. Well, but that's because this is what we talk about. You can't shame people who don't have no shame, right? They don't care. Mm. So they don't care. Mm, I love that. Because people try to say like, oh my God, you should be embarrassed. They're not. 
<laughs> you know what? That's exactly what it we're, is, we're too. We're trying to be like, yeah. you don't even know anything about this. How can you make a judgment based on something you don't know? They don't give a fuck about that. They're like, yeah, we know. We don't care. <laughs> we don't <laughs> like, care, right. That's the beauty of fascism. We don't have to know. Like, right. And we can shut you down anyway. So I think that's, the, to me, that's the scary part. Because the people who are in a position to do something are banking on shame and indecency from shameless, indecent people. Mm. You gonna you gonna try to embarrass them right us right back into slavery? <laughs> <laughs> you still try to be yeah. civil, and, and we over here picking cotton, getting our ass beat. Like I need some more direct action. I just finished watching Kendra Child. Oh Lord, terrified. Girl, look, I ain't cracked the book yet. I'm scared to death. I can't go back. <laughs> I'm very lazy. <laughs> I'm very lazy. I'm not gonna back. I'm working two jobs. I can play uh, every day. I'm not gonna back. You know, shoot me on sight. Okay. The, the first one. They gonna say make an example of that one. Okay. She slept in past the cocktail three days. You know what ain't It ain't happening. Okay. Um, and so the last one I'll mention on this list is, and I just found this one um, right on the money. Get off that devil's treadmill, y'all. Get off the devil's treadmill. What is the devil's treadmill? Get off of it, okay? <laughs> and how do I, please tell me where it is so I can so this is life is not meant to be oh much more than life is meant to be much more than just working getting up in the morning commuting working in mind to five going home and starting all over again I know so their right. idea is just staying on this treadmill of the same thing every day every day every day and not focusing on the joys of life and doing things that really enrich you and enrich your soul and getting off they call that the devil's treadmill so i want y'all to get off of it okay. i know y'all about to fall off fall dead <laughs> on that devil's treadmill so just enjoy your life in between those times and like um, like I said I know this can be hard especially nowadays when we feel like we yeah. need more money you know stuff out here how the hell am I supposed to get off when I can barely you know yeah I'm trying to stand up on the day I'm trying to, just trying to stand <laughs> up like <laughs> but um <clears throat> sorry but yeah just like at least take an hour out the day at least take mm-hmm. you know 30 minutes out of your day to stop and um do something for yourself and not feel guilty for doing something for yourself Cause that's how you that's how you're gonna sustain yourself overall mm-hmm. i think that's real we gotta have time for joy if you don't have joy you don't have life if you don't have joy <laughs> it don't have joy. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all so we're gonna finish up this segment and then we're gonna get into our in the news segment right after this all right In the news. Okay. And don't you ever hold you for that long. <laughs> I was not about to play with you. Don't ever in your life hold it for that long. Welcome back, y'all. And let's Good get into our in the news. I see Dean B trying to step it up, so. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is outrageous. Okay. Let's get into our in the news segment. Let's, let's so what get you got? Into it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Okay, so um yeah, so in our in the news segment this week, we are kind of continuing on in the same vein about New Year resolutions. And sorry, y'all just had a um code zero. <laughs> and mm. one of the New Year's biggest New Year's resolution. Um, we looked it up and it says like the number one New Year's resolution in America 
is going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, everybody wants to go to the gym every year around New Year. You get thousands and thousands of gyms sending us emails talking about join for a dollar, join with a friend, join for two dollars, monthly, da 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 da. Um, because it's like the number one um, New Year resolution. Everybody goes to the gym, everybody wants to lose weight, everybody wants to be healthy at the beginning of the year. Um, so culturally in this culture, that was like the number one um, New Year resolution. And we even talked about that too, like when mm -hmm. I said, it's like, yeah, this is something we want to do. And you know, we want to, I think there, our culture places a lot of importance on health and fitness because our health care is not free. Um, right. And so we take that very important, right? And aesthetically, people want to look a certain way. And so, you know, that's our number one New Year resolution. And just, you know, thinking about that got me thinking a lot about how that affects how we treat each other in mm -hmm. terms of like um like featureism and fat phobia mm. um and i can again we are speaking from the lens of african americans i know that the mainstream society sees like you know thinness and like a certain body type as ideal but you know each culture has their own concept of that right. um, you know, in black culture, it's like, you know, you want to be fed or you, if you're a woman, you put that like, the hourglass shape with the heads, with the flat stomach. For the men, you got to have that six pack and that flat stomach. And, yeah. yeah. So like, that's the look, right? And that's the look, that, you know, that's the look that most of us want to attain. It's most of us say, you know, we just want to get healthy. We just want to get home. But, you know, features of the aesthetics play a big point there. And so there's this guy that I follow and I can't remember his name. I'm still trying to find his name. But he has a TikTok. He's really popular, popular white guy. He's really nice. He seems like a like a bodybuilder, like a mm. trainer or something like that. Okay. Um, he makes all these videos about the gym, like gym etiquette and gym, mm. gym ideas, and you know, like fitness workouts and things that you should do. And then, I mean, but one thing he does a lot is he comments on gym videos that people upload to TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and so he'll comment on it and be like, yeah, this is a good example of bad gym etiquette or this is a good example of good gym etiquette or like, you know, this is something you guys should look for in the gym and things like that. And so one of the things that he talked about was how there's this really, there can be this really shallow culture in the gym, right? Gym culture. And there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a really shallow side to that. And a lot of that isn't necessarily about getting fit and getting healthy a lot of that is like if you look a certain way if you if you lift a certain way and yeah. you can you know and that can be very shallow and with that shallowness can come this sense of entitlement when it comes to working out in public spaces right and this idea this concept that if you aren't a gym person or if you don't look like a quote-unquote gym person you don't deserve to be in the space mm. and so he made a very good point that like this New Year's resolution, he was like, you know, a lot of people who are already really into the gym and they're really like effective and they know this is what they're doing. He was like, I'm challenging you to be kinder this New Year's to the new gym, to the gym newbies. Mm. And that was something I had never heard before. And I didn't really think about it, but I was like, you know, that's a very good point. Because he was like, you know, I hear all these jokes and I'm seeing all these memes about people saying like, oh yeah, y'all just going to be filling up the gym. Y'all just going to be wasting time. Y'all going to be in the way and... You know, all these people crowd and they crowd into the gym and they buy up all the protein powder and then, and then, and then they're gone by February and you're just wasting people's time and y'all need to get all our way and blah, blah, blah. Damn. And he was saying, you know, like, imagine how it was when you first started, right? And right. then, and even if not, even if you can't imagine how it was when you first started, just imagine how discouraging that would be if you are really trying to take it seriously and then this person is like, 
taking a video of you and like posting you without your consent on social media for laughs or yeah. they're being an asshole to you or they're like they're hogging the equipment because they feel like you don't look like you work out anyway so like you in our way like and it is something to think about because like when I first went back to the gym I'm an athlete I played sports my whole life I played volleyball for like 15 years or something like that. Like I played briefly in college and everything at a D1 school. So like I was an athlete, like a real athlete. <laughs> like I played yeah. volleyball for years. Um, and so working out was just second nature for me. It was just something I did all the time for so long. And then even in my 20s, when I stopped playing volleyball, I still worked out all the time. I still was very active. So it wasn't until I was like in my 30s, well, like late 20s that I really slowed down with it. And then in my early 30s, I had like gained a bunch of weight. You know, I was like my weight, has been really fluctuating for the last couple of years. Uh, part of that is hormones, part of that is stress, part of that is depression. Like it's just yeah. growing up. Like I don't know. Um, and so going back to the gym was really hard for me. It was like really intimidating. It's something that I keep I've done over the last two years. I kind of started, stopped it, started, yeah, stopped it. Me too. Because I get like distressed, you know, I get stressed or I get discouraged, or I'm like, oh forget it. And I think that one of the things that's like a big sort of a sense of anxiety for me is going to the gym is that idea of like being judged in the gym like going back to the gym and like for me i look at it as like a source of shame like girl you like damn you hella out of shape now like you know better like mm -hmm. like why are you like come on girl like trying to like and i think that that's not a healthy way to to go at it and i think that's probably why i haven't been successful in the past mm. because i'm not going into it with a healthy mindset of like i just want to tone up and just be more healthy i'm looking at it like girl you know better and look at how far you let yourself go and look mm. at how you look at yourself like you can't even live no more like and i'm trying to like silence that voice in my head and focus more on like wow you got up and you made it here on time like you got up and made it here today and wow like okay Yesterday, you know, when I first came two, three weeks ago, I could only do three reps and now I'm doing five reps and I'm increasing my weight. Like I'm trying to like just change the conversation in my head. Yeah. But I think that what he said is very important about being kind to others in that space. Like even if you don't want to, even if you you like empathy, right? Like even if you're like, I came put myself in them shoes because I've been an athlete since I was two and I came out the moon running and I always been fit. Okay, great. But why don't you be a sense of like encouragement to somebody else? If you see somebody new in the gym or you see somebody struggling, why don't you offer to help them? Yeah. Or like, you know, you see somebody like, you know, give them like, a, you ain't got to go out your way to speak to somebody because Lord knows I'm not at the gym. But like, don't be an asshole, right? Like if you see somebody like that clearly is new in the space, maybe you shouldn't be recording yourself doing 10 reps. Maybe right. you should do your reps and get the fuck out the way. Right. Because I believe that too. That's something that I just went through the other day. Like this guy is on the one side of the gym, but all his equipment is on all his stuff, his bag, his drinks, his tail is on this equipment. So I'm like, are you using the machine? And he's like, oh, I'm using that machine too. Baby, you on the other side of the gym. I hate when people you do that. You do can't that. use all you. This but is, he feel like because he like you know he's like he think he missed the universe or something. Mm -hmm. like, so he's like, oh, I'm just going to finish these reps. I said, oh no, no, I don't have all day. No, yeah. you got 20 other more reps to go. Then you want to come over here? You got a tripod set up. I don't have time for you and your content. So I was like, King, like, come on now. You got to pick one of the other. You can't do both. So he like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Like, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. 
I'm one of those people. I'm just an assertive person, but everybody not like that. And I, like I was about to say, I'm not like that. So I probably would have been like, like, okay, I would have started doing all that shit, and then I'm like, well, I just can't do it though, and exactly. all of a sudden I'm walking off. And then and exactly, and because I've been that person, and like the gym is very intimidating. Like you, you very know, especially when it's like men and stuff in the space. Maybe a year ago, I probably would have just been like, oh, okay, fine, like whatever, I don't fucking bother. And then I would have just been like, oh, I can't do what I do, so I need to be like, like use that as an excuse. No, yesterday I was like, no, okay. <laughs> I'm in here trying to get this pup. You know, my heart rate going, I'm sweating. You interrupted me. You slowing my progress down. Right. You don't get to have this whole gym. Yeah. And I feel like people need to like really start having that attitude when they come to you are in a public space. Mm-hmm. You don't get to haul the equipment. You don't get to sweat all over the equipment and not clean it off. You don't get to make faces at people because you got to wait. And the gym ain't just longer. for people who work out consistently every day, all day, and then already fit. The gym is supposed yeah. to be for people to get fit to no get matter fit. what level you're at yeah like yeah. it's exactly and you know and if you feel so strongly about it the baby it sounds to me like you need to pack it cash out a little more money than that 25 35 mm, a month that and part. go join a private gym because well, I you said, don't have to worry about that that was my issue too and like um i mentioned this before my issue because i i was going to the gym consistently years back yeah and um i had lost like 60 pounds this was i think even before i met you mm-hmm. um when I really invested out a trainer and everything, I was down, I was going, I lost a lot of weight. And so the same reasons as you, um, I stopped going either depression or, you know, anxiety or like going through a relationship and then eating my way out of it and that kind of thing. And so I remember going to one gym and not going for several months, let's, let's be real, more like a year. And so when I finally went back in there, the same, <laughs> the same gym, staff members saw me come in now i'm already intimidated to go in there mm-hmm. just because like i've gained all this weight back and people gonna look at me like damn like what happened like and he goes um oh wow we haven't seen you in here for a long time <laughs> and i'm just like yeah you know where you been now see you're doing too much you like too much. you don't need to know all that and you i don't need to give you my much. whole story yeah. and, I, and Mind you, I don't think he was trying to be malicious by it. I don't think yeah, it was anything problem. But you got to think of, like, the other person's perspective. Like, I was already had to build myself up to even walk in there. And so to then have you say that to me, it's like, damn. So you you saw me when I was, like, much skinnier. And you saw me get on this weight. So now I feel like a failure. And even in the gym today, like, gay culture in the gym, I don't know if you know about that, for gay men. I don't men know. Yeah, I don't know. Is I've hor- heard about it, but I don't know. Horrendous. Okay, so the gays, you know, they stay in the gym, and the gay culture is very um, body Con- conscious. Yeah, and so it gets really hard, because you know there's a, and there's a lot of gays in the gym, child. And so, the one of the things that gays do is they go in and they check out people, they're scoping people out in the gym as a place to look. And so, you know, you can tell yeah. the motherfuckers is cruising and looking and blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, you're looking at people and they just sitting on the machines because they're not really there to work out. They're there to scope yeah. and see who they can talk to and see who's fit and see who's there. And so when they look at certain people, they do give you that look like you're in the way. Yeah. Like you're, how we're not, be, how dare how you dare be you in be this in space? space. Yeah. Right. And so there were times like, honestly, that's the reason when I go, I, a lot of times I just do cardio because I'm, I can get too intimidated to even go over to the weight section because it's just too much yeah. over in that the weight section. Is, <laughs> that weight section is tough. It's a lot. It's tough. It's, it's really a lot. It's so, it, it, <laughs> and this was at 24. So I don't even know how planet it is, but I was 24. I would then not walk back there. Because 24 is really, really intimidating. So intimidating. 
Huh. You that know, you screaming been, and shit, and you hold this That was my other irritation yesterday, too. Uh, newsflash. Uh, again, if you want to be throwing weights and hunting hunt and running your way through it, first of all, this is a pandemic, okay? But then none of y'all got a mask on. All them hard H's, pull it back, okay? If you're going to do all that, you need a private gym. But go ahead. But yeah, like in the like you said, the body dysmorphia is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm already feeling intimidated. I want to lose this weight, but then gym culture is not inviting for those of you who it's don't come in. It's not inviting at all to these yeah. people. It's not inviting. It's not inclusive at it's all. It's like you feel like you already need you need to come in already looking already great looking before great. you can even start working like, out. Like and so yeah, and so then and yeah, so absolutely, it's not inviting. It's not inclusive. And, it, and people already are intimidated. People are already, you know, people can look at their bodies and see what their bodies look like. Right. What they don't need is somebody to be sitting around looking them up and down or, you know, like being all, you know, just being an asshole with the equipment or making them feel uncomfortable or like, you know, hogging stuff. And again, enough with the cameras. I understand we all want to take pictures of our progress, but can you save it for the locker room? And one thing, like, while we're on that, I wanted to mention the Instagram. For those those of you on Instagram, another thing that irritates me is people who are fit on Instagram. You're already fit. Yeah. You know, you gain five pounds. <laughs> and you get on Instagram talking about, oh, I've gained so much weight. Like, I'm getting thick. And like, oh, look at me. I'm just getting so big. But the issue with that, okay, maybe you feel like that. Yeah. But the issue is, think about someone who's 50 to 60 pounds heavier than you. Looking at this video, you calling yourself huge. How the fuck you think I feel when I go in there? Like, real. Like, for real. No, I think people just have to be careful of the way they describe things. Because it's like, no, you're not necessarily and like yeah, like maybe in your mind you're like, oh my god, five to ten pounds is a lot of weight, and I look, you know, significantly different. But when you are talking about, and I, I say this all the time, fat is not a bad word. It's mm-hmm. really not. So when you're like, oh my god, I'm so fat. Oh my god, I'm so fat. You're literally saying like, I'm not attractive. I'm not worthy right. of certain attention yes. anymore because I'm fat. When the reality is okay you just you gain some weight maybe you're not comfortable with that mm-hmm. say that don't say that it, don't that's, say yeah, that's it my like, thing yeah. that is a bad thing or like a negative thing like i've had people be like oh like, you're not fat like you're not fat and i'll be like baby i said fat i say ugly like that no way that's true thing. that's like, true i've had I'd be that like, too it's okay to say like i've gained weight like it, and that's fine i don't think i'm ugly I just think that I my knees hurt. Like I probably feel better yeah. if I lost the weight. But I think you have to just be careful about like, oh my god, I just I gained all this weight. I look disgusting. I felt horrible. Like okay, like what do you think that's saying for other people? Right. And like, why is that necessarily? Is that what the motivation is? And maybe that is the motivation, honey. Because my motivation was very vain. I wanted to wear a Brazilian cut bikini by summer. And so I was like, well, honey, you got to get your ass in this gym and cut out some of the sugar. (laughs) And I know that's very vain, right? It should be about improving my heart rate and all that stuff, but it's not. It's that I want my stomach to look flat and my ass to look fat when I put on my business. Yeah. I put on the beach this week, this summer. So, yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is okay. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to sit in the camera on Instagram and be like, look at these fat, disgusting body. And then, you know, somebody who either looks like me or is larger than me is like, well, damn, bitch. Like, so what you trying to say? Like, right. And I think so, that that's yeah. what I'm. We just got to be careful with how we word things. You definitely have to be careful, and that, like you mentioned, that's exactly what I've experienced. Just looking at Instagram, and I, I, you know, I'll admit I haven't been the best. I've laughed at some videos when they show some people, and like 
using the machine crazy or doing something wild, I've been known to chuckle at it. What but time using the machine two. crazy is a little different, I think. Just like, <laughs> but if you don't know, you like you that, said, like, maybe someone should tell. Know, but I think some of them get a little crazy. Like I've seen ones where the man was like damn near like i don't know if he was like working on his stroke game or what but the way he was using that ah, was, not his stroke game on the machine he was using that he was working that groin and it was not for a groin like it was kind of like okay girl like <laughs> this is a bit much. it's more it's, it's one thing to say i don't know how to use this machine it's another thing to be in there like you know humping the stairmaster like okay girl like, yeah yeah it can be too much yeah, I'm gonna laugh at the videos too. Like, you, you, you look a little crazy. Like, come on, baby. Like, ask for help. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, though, yeah, I guess those, but some of them are like, I don't yeah. laugh at the ones where I just see somebody working out or I just see somebody sitting there. Yeah. They may be like, they first time in the gym or they may yeah. be like excessively overweight. At least they in there, child. At least you are in there giving it a go. So, let me just go ahead and say this, okay? Because you, you have to need to hear it. Oh, we Stop go. whipping out that goddamn phone and recording people without their consent. Mm. Period. Especially in the gym where people are trying hard. People are already insecure for all the reasons we just mentioned. And people are just trying to get their workout on. If you don't know that person, they ain't never did nothing to you. If you're not trying to engage with that person or have that person's consent, Stop pulling out that phone and recording them because, first of all, it's fucked up. You don't know what that person is working through. You don't know what that person has on their mind. You don't know what that can, like, do to a person's self-esteem and confidence, even if you think that you're giving them a compliment. Mm. Because I keep seeing videos of people with disabled people or, like, severely overweight people and things like that. And you're like, well, at least I'm so inspired because if he can do it, I can do it. And he got He is not inspiration point for you. That man mm. is in this gym trying to mind his business and get himself fit or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he's here because the doctor told him to. Maybe he's here because he wanted to lose. But maybe he just wanted to get up and get out the house today. It wasn't your place to put him on camera. And now you have put this person on social media without their consent. And you have all these strangers giving their opinion on somebody's body. Mm. That's so invasive and it's hella disrespectful. I see it all the time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like look at this person in here with no legs and she in here doing pull-ups and she's minding her fucking business. Maybe her and her legless self, she had to get up and get here today. But that's her business. Right. She don't need you recording her and putting it on here with your caption and stuff with your uh, overnight oats. Girl, I don't care what you got going on in here. I'm minding my business. Like we just have, I think that our social media has made us comfortable with just being extremely invasive and like disrespectful of people's boundaries yeah you don't I know definitely how that. you just gonna put me on your on social media i don't know like i don't know your followers i don't know even oh i put it on my close friends i don't know your close friends don't put my you know face on social media if i'm in here working out trying to get myself in shape like and then a lot of y'all are not doing it for those reasons a lot of y'all are just being fucking assholes so that, that's the part right them. there you're doing it because you think oh look at this like oh look at this fat person trying to get in shape or what do she got on like i saw one this lady was in the gym she got on like jeans and flip-flops and stuff now she wasn't wearing gym attire she had, like a t-shirt with some jeans flip-flops on it like she got a body on like oh my god girl. maybe that's all she has to wear a lot of like unhoused people use the gym. They have gym they memberships do. to find yeah. the fitness because they're like- They can $1. use the showers and It's everything. like $10 a month. They can use showers. They can come in here and work out. They can clean, they can like, sometimes some of them have washing machines. They can wash their clothes and stuff. So you don't even know. Maybe that's all that woman got to wear. And maybe she was in there just working out while she was like- And I've seen- like She just minded her business. Like, why would you put that woman on social media and then have 20,000 people laughing at her and talking bad about her? 
And I've seen people change. Like I've seen, like me over time, there was a point when you go in the gym, you don't know what you're supposed to have, or you don't like that develops over time. Like you you start off with with whatever you got on, whatever you can get in there with. And then as you start to develop your gym, you know, etiquette, then you start buying the workout clothes and you start buying the shoes and you Maybe, see what works exactly. for you. Exactly. I've seen people, I've seen people in the gym with jeans and boots too. And I, I have like, seen okay. with the jeans and boots and I was like, I, I personally have no, never girl, understood the workout. I literally saw, I saw this bitch <laughs> in the gym. She had jeans, like, boots and she was now, I think she might've had like a little yeah. eating issue because she was eating her burger on the, on the treadmill like trying to burn the calories as she was walking but I mean I think but that, you didn't pull out your phone and I did not pull out on the corner because I don't know her issue like I said I don't know if she has body dysmorphia issue. I don't yeah, know if she has food on. issues maybe that's the way she feels like I need to do this because I don't feel comfortable maybe that's the only place for her to have a safe place to eat maybe she was like I need to use the gym but I need to eat something like we don't know people's you don't know stories. people's stories right so I think it's just so horrible to like open people up to ridicule and disrespect like that when you like take videos or take pictures and you just throw it on the internet like what is wrong with you like mm-hmm. and I think you know somebody Mike Tyson made a very good point once Logan Fox that was for Mike and he said you know social media has made y'all real comfortable disrespecting people without getting punched in your face <laughs> <laughs> and I that is real that true I read that years ago and I said you know what Mike ain't always right, but he ain't he ain't told us he ain't he ain't this with that one. Because that's the reality, right? You wouldn't walk up to a person on a treadmill, even if you didn't think they were fat or whatever. You wouldn't walk up to them on a treadmill and be like, look at y'all fat ass on this goddamn it's treadmill. Sure, that's you true. look a mess. Because you would be worried that they might get off that treadmill and beat your beat ass. Your ass yeah. But you would but you comfortable taking a picture of them without they like behind their back and keep keying and putting it on your on your story. Because you ain't gotta worry about it. you hoping. You know, I probably never see this person again. But you don't know. What if that get back to that person? Right. You know, and now they got to read 30,000 people comments on their body. Imagine how horrible that would be. And you're like, damn, I'm, I'm, what else you want me to do? I'm in the gym. I'm trying to work out. And you're like making me feel bad at working out. So that's my first thing about what y'all need to stop doing at the gym. Number two. Oh. Okay. I didn't know it's numbers, honey. Oh, it's it's numbers. Because social media has gotten real stank and real ugly with this. That's why I chose this for in the news. Y'all get real entitled with these gym memberships, okay? That little $24.99, $34.99, whatever you're paying, it ain't enough to act the way y'all act, okay? <laughs> you down here at the 24-hour on High Street like all the rest of us, okay? You are not LeBron James. You do not have a team, okay, working you out. Maybe you and your little friends and got together and watched some YouTube videos and y'all decided that y'all gonna train people. That's great. What you're not, okay? You're not giving anybody's personal, uh, you know, trainer to the stars. Let's relax. Cause you wouldn't be sitting at 24 hour fitness on Hagenberg. You'd be at a real gym, okay? <laughs> You'd be at a, a personal gym somewhere, you know, with an exclusive quietness. An equinox child. And even, even above that. Because some of some of the queens is at Equinox, and y'all been getting real ignorant on social oh, media. Too. True, you're right. That's why I was like, I've been getting a glimpse into the gay gym world today, and I'm not liking what I see. So <laughs> bit much. Like you know, there's just this air of like elitism, and it's like, oh well, you're not wearing the Lulu women workout clothes, and you not doing this, and you not doing it, girl. Why don't you focus on your own squats and let me do mine? Like we need to get out of this concept of like. 
you know, certain people don't belong in certain spaces. Like, okay, well, that's the, you know, that's fine. You know, okay. Cause some of y'all are like, well, at least they in the gym, at least they in the gym. But when they get in the gym, you got a little attitude. Like you looking down your nose, like, oh, okay, well I do personal training in the gym. So this is our section. Okay. Most gyms have a personal training section. And you're not supposed to be doing that. Cause you will get you kicked out for doing personal training in the gym. If you are not a licensed personal right. trainer. <laughs> well, I'm gonna let that one slide. Cause y'all know who y'all are. Okay. <laughs> I got the Nike app too. Relax. We know you played, you know, back in the day, you, you know, again, you know, I played back basketball in 04, in 04. Let's bring it back. Okay. You, you was on JV. Let's relax. <laughs> so like, we just have to get out of that habit, you know, of doing that, making people feel like that. And then I've seen a lot of people like on social media, like, oh, well, you know, y'all got to You got to work your way up to the two piece gym suits. You got to work your way up to the one piece gym Honey, I can wear the fuck I want to wear, okay? Because mm. if I want to wear me a little leopard print two-piece gym suit from Fenty, new sport collection, and I'm, I'm going to do slide it. slide that bitch on, I, I'm going to squeeze this ass up in it, and you're going to see sweat, spandex, and rolls on that treadmill. <laughs> and you're going to like it. And shut the fuck up. That's what you're going to do. Because oh, I'm in this gym, and I'm trying to get slim and cute, too. So I think that we just got, again, we got to be careful about being so judgmental why don't you just focus on your own body and let's try to be kinder to each other and make the gym a more inclusive positive space but i do feel like a lot of times though also sometimes that comes from their own it does so you know does. Self, like their but that own... ain't no excuse you're right yeah you're it right it absolutely does because it's like to put somebody else down yeah. makes me forget about the shit i got Let's Good. let's focus on our own squats. Like I said, <laughs> you're not in no position to look down your nose at nobody, and uh-huh. that's not an excuse. We don't get to burden other people with our trauma. That's not an excuse mm, to me. That's that's yeah. That's very true. That's very true. I agree. I mean, I think my and that that's what's hindered my experience in the gym mm-hmm. is just all of the the fat phobia, just the idea of just like do I not feeling like I fit in and that mm-hmm. spills over into so many other spaces I think last time we talked about like mm-hmm. me feeling like, or you know the gay culture and how we feel uncomfortable men going to the barbershop mm-hmm. and just like you have to be aware of the culture you're creating in your space and are you welcoming everybody into that or maybe you don't care about welcoming everybody mm-hmm. but as a business yeah you know and you're trying to and they're you're trying to make, make money, money you yeah. know that space needs to be inclusive to a whole different array of people. And are you to the negativity of the space? Because right. you can't say, oh, that's just the culture at the gym. Well, are you contributing to it? I mean, because also the- change, the culture change every day. I mean, because a lot of times the culture at the gym before it was no black folks allowed, this is a white only gym. So mm-hmm. cultures need to adjust. And cultures change over every day, like I said, exactly. Because right. they had, they used to be no women allowed. Right, exactly. There used to be no women lifting. We was only on mm-hmm. bikes only. So like, I don't want to hear nothing about gym culture either. If you're if you're actively participating and contributing to that negativity, the gym culture should. The only gym culture that needs to exist is we all in here trying to get healthy. Yeah, we all in here trying to work out. There should be no we other culture that exists big. besides that. Yeah, besides, let's all get in here and get it in. And get you it in. Be in here working out. You should be in here trying to get it done and move on and, and not you know taking up space trying to record your. P90X light. Not your P90X. And mm-hmm. I just, and, and also like I I want those people out there to understand don't try not to let this discourage you when you encounter mm-hmm. this at the gym because that's something that I'm trying to get over. It's just like you and me both. if you want to get up in there it. and you want to get in there and you want to get your workout on, mm-hmm. fuck what everybody else is saying. At the end of the day, you paid your twenty four dollars or you however sure much did. it is, just like everybody else. So they didn't pay no more, no less than you did. So you deserve to be in there and use every piece of equipment that you want, that you want to in that space to do what you have to do. And like, like being mm-hmm. said, she had to 
tell that boy to get off that machine because he's trying to use it. no assert yourself you know if you have to and i believe also in going in like the buddy system or team yeah. system i was and, gonna say that next yeah about, like yeah bringing a partner and i'm saying i felt comfortable asserting myself in that space because for the last couple of weeks i've been going with my significant other and he's a big old guy so the the first couple of weeks i was really really intimidated and i was like oh my god I'm like i don't want to do that and so i had him come with me and he has been super great about supporting me and like you know like no come on let's do this like use this machine so doing that with him over the last couple of weeks and like seeing how he interacts with people in the gym and how he works around the gym has motivated me to be more like like consistent and assertive while i'm in the space because i see him tell the guy like no you can't have both you know like so mm-hmm. see like oh i didn't know you could do that like oh okay so yeah now that's why i feel comfortable doing it yesterday like no you can't do that because i have seen him do that I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't have to like stop what I'm doing. Once a year. So sometimes you just need a buddy. You know, sometimes it helps to have somebody with you to kind of like help you through that challenge. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. The buddy system helped me get in there the first couple weeks, and now I feel comfortable going by myself. Awesome. Yeah. We'll be right back with um final thoughts. All right. All right, y'all. So let's uh, get into these final thoughts. I think this was a good episode, too, to start off with uh, for the new year and getting into some of our New Year's resolutions. Means, what do you think about the stuff we talked about? Any final thoughts? I think that it was needed. I think it's it's, it's always exciting. New year, fresh start, new resolutions. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm feeling inspired and it's making me excited because tomorrow is gym day. So all right come on now gym day That's and i've been right. i have the gym in my apartment so i'm gonna try Look, to get you in there. Winning, been, no, you winning child, i'm winning okay. so i gotta be around none of y'all I'm okay in n95 stress <laughs> <laughs> every monday was their Friday. and been walking the lake so yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. If, if it's not if it's not about you know going to the gym and getting your losing some weight and getting the hell together whatever your resolution is make sure it's smaller attainable don't do any outrageous things that you're gonna fall off of after two weeks make small attainable goals for yourself so that you can really reach them that's what we're gonna try to do this year um yeah so that's it for today's episode we're also going to be um Heads up, we're going to start a book club on the show. Um, So we're uh, the first um, book we're going to be reading is Kindred by Octavia Butler. And so we both have the graphic novels. So we'll be reading that and probably um, doing a book club review episode, maybe once a month, twice a month. Probably once a month. Once a month. And then so you guys can read along with us and write in if you have comments when we start reading that book. So the first one is Octavia Butler's. Um, Kindred. So you guys go ahead and get that book and read with us. Yes, yes, yes. And they have the show on. They do have the show. They have the show on Hulu. Yeah. Um, Which I haven't watched yet. Because I want to read the book. And I have already watched the show, so I'll be looking at it from a different perspective. (laughs) Having already seen it, but I I heard that the actual novels are very different. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to reading the book and seeing how they switch that up for TV. For TV. You know, know, they're good for that. They're good for that. Um, Okay, thank you all for tuning in today. Um, You can always follow us on our social media. Um, Break underscore down underscore pod. On Twitter, uh, breakdown two words breakdown on Facebook, and as always, you can write into the show at your breakdown podcast at gmail.com with any um, 
anything you want to say or critique or listen to or want to talk about on this show or any future shows. Yep. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good day. We'll see you next time. All right. Good luck with those resolutions. Good luck with them. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.